0: Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome back to another episode of Modernizer Die CFML News Edition. And guess who we have today? Hello everyone, I'm back. Andrew's back again. We're playing musical cheers here on the podcast. So keep it fresh. Keep it fun. So, uh, let's get straight into it, huh?
1: Yep. Let's do it, man.
0: So first on the, on the news is. Audis Solutions. Uh, again, Audis is uh, thankfully supporting this podcast and uh, Autis is expanding. So I don't know if you guys knew, but in, Into the Box this year, we announced that we have a, a whole crew of people down in El Salvador. So uh, not only does our, our company donate to some uh, some orphanages down in um, El Salvador, we actually have a team of developers down there. So we have a, a couple of designers, a few developers, a couple of pro- uh, project managers and everything down there. And to keep building on top of that, Auto Solutions is expanding and they just incorporated Auto Solutions El Salvador last week. So uh, it's pretty cool that we're actually incorporated down there now. Uh, and that's basically a big push in the Latin America. So um, we're actually working on plans for an into the box Latin America. Shh, that might be still a secret. Uh, so there might be a, another into the box uh, version. So we'll have two conferences coming up um but yeah we're really just trying to you know really promote web development and you know modernize latin america in any way we can so uh we thought this is another way to to build up the the web team and and we have a bunch of great guys down there and hopefully some of them will be coming to cf summit and you guys will be able to meet them into the box too so so yeah so that's pretty exciting for Audist. keeps growing and growing
1: yeah and yeah, for, for those of y'all who do not know, um, and you can correct me if I'm a little bit wrong, but, um, El Salvador is, um, where Luis is, um, from. Is that correct? His family and things like that. So he's got a, a lot of strong ties to that area. That's, that's the reason why he had chosen El Salvador for his, um, orphanage, um, ministry there, donations uh, to them and, and whatnot. So, uh, he's definitely attached to that area and it's, uh, good to see, you know, giving back to,
0: um, where he came from and things like that so it's really cool yep exactly and yeah uh, he grew up there in Jorge reyes when uh, a project manager you guys most of you guys should know Jorge. um but, yeah, he's from El Salvador as well. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a big big part of our, our company from before. And now we've got a, a whole team down there. And uh, it's a, they're a great group of guys and a, a lot of good developers, smart smart guys coming through. So you'll see more of them as, as we go on. So uh, excited to get that going and can't wait for Into the Box Latin America. That sounds pretty exciting too.
1: Yeah, that, that is going to be pretty exciting. So, um, Edgardo, is he going to be um... – heading things up down there when Luis is uh, not around
0: or yep Edgardo is a, is a big part of that team um, and Sonia cool Sonia's a designer. Stephanie's another project manager. So, uh, Eduardo's in charge of a lot of the marketing for us. So, you see the newsletters that come out and uh, everything. So, we're really trying to just step everything up. And these guys are doing a great job. So, thank you again, guys. Excellent. And,
1: uh, yeah, he yep. was, he was a cool, um, I got to meet him at, uh, Into the Box this last year. It was really cool, um, getting to meet him. Um, it was a an utmost pleasure to be of his service, right? Because that was the inside <laughs> joke we had. Uh, yeah, he's but no, yeah, a really cool guy. Um, and, and everybody I've met um, or has spoken to and they'll say is really cool. So um, Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. One of the awesome.
0: generally most happiest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah yeah he definitely seems to be so uh that's cool yep. all right um enough of that there um what else do we have in terms of new news well new news it looks like uh, adobe's cf summit has got another announcement so they've announced Ooh, another pre-conference stepping training it up yep so we originally started with the Adobe Specialist program but now they've added an, an adu- another workshop so they added two previously we've discussed on the previous weeks but now they've added a third training in addition to the specialist program so they're doing a performance monitoring tool set which is gonna be led by the Adobe team so uh, they've done a lot of work with their performance monitoring tools and so this full day workshop will really give you the inside outs and nuts and bolts of how to get in there and really use it to, to help monitor your system and make sure things are running as they should so um, it's, it's a pretty cool tool, uh, at the roadshow, uh, Alicia showed us a little bit about it and went through some of it and it looks like a great tool. So if you guys haven't used it and you're looking for something like that, if you guys are using, uh, the cold Co- fusion and the licenses, I believe this comes with the, the licenses for you. So it's a great tool to have included.
1: That's cool. That was, that was my next question. I was going to ask if the performance monitor uh, tool set was part of enterprise or the standard editions or what?
0: Yeah, um, I know for sure it's part of enterprise. I'm not sure if it comes with standard. It, it may not. Um, well, that's a good question. So we'll, have we'll to, check that
1: out and let you guys know. Um, but obviously, this is geared towards uh, a certain group of people. And so if you are someone lucky enough to uh, be running the enterprise edition and want to get the most out of it, be sure to check this, um check this out. And
0: um so we still have early bird specials going on, right? Yep. So still- See if Summit is uh st- still early bird specials. I checked this morning for you guys. So if you haven't got your ticket, you can still jump in and grab it. If this pre-conference looks good, you can do the pre-conference with that as well. Um a certification process, uh it's still early bird prices for everything. So they're, they've got to put the price up soon. It's too good of a deal to leave going, but we're, we're two months out now. We're August 6th. Um, it's only a couple months away, so they've got to put the prices up soon, so guys, jump on it while you can. Um, again, a great, great conference. We've got a lot of great speakers. We've got you know, four or five from the oldest team, about five from Adobe, and a whole bunch of community speakers too, so uh, it's a great it's a great conference. It's held at the Mirage this year. Uh it's a good venue. So we're looking forward to an, another action-packed couple of days there. And they do have a nice party, so uh it's definitely worth the money. You guys will get your value out of it for 99. dollars. It's kind of a steal. Um so jump into that, but again the workshops, they do have the workshops the day before. So uh the first and the second, the uh, Tuesday, Wednesday is the conference, and then the day before is a pre-conference day on September thirtieth. Adobe Specialist Certificate Program. Uh, again, it's a it's a full day classroom session. There are some prerequisites. they will give you some videos to watch before you get there, uh, and then you can take your um, your little certification test, and you can walk out with a certification. So, uh, if you guys are you know new to Coal Fusion or or something like that, this is a great way to show your proficiency and really add that on, on top of your uh, your resume, shall we say. So that's again, the day before. And then they have the three pre-conference trainees now. So P- Pete Freitag is gonna do the hands-on ColdFusion security workshop. Charlie Earhart's going from zero to 60 with Docker and ColdFusion images. And then again, we just mentioned the performance monitoring tool set with Adobe's ColdFusion team. Charlie, what if
1: I want to go faster than 60, though, man? What do I do? Get a ticket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put in
1: a ticket? Okay. Good to get a ticket. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So, cool, man. So what Uh, what else we got coming up
0: on? Um, we have the summit. We have the trainings. Yep. Uh, the boardish so, trainings. Yeah. So before, we have Adobe's trainings the day before the conference. So that's Monday. The conference is Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, Friday, if you guys can... Uh, make your travel a little longer. You guys can stay and hang out with us as uh, we have a the oldest team is gonna be putting on two different boot camps.
1: Yeah, and uh, so you can start, if you'd like, going from zero to 60 in the Docker and um with Charlie, and but then you can jump in and go on from zero to hero on the cold box uh, side of things. Um, it's gonna be led by Gavin, my um, co-host here, and um, Eric Peterson. And also, if you want to go a little bit faster, a little bit deeper than uh, a hero or 60 miles an hour, you can go from hero to superhero. Um, and the API edition is going to be uh, led by Luis Mahano and Brad Wood. And man, I just I did Luis's name perfect, I think. <laughs> Don't tell me, guys, if I didn't. But hey, it sounded good to me. Um, and the dates of those are going to be the 3rd, October 3rd um, and October the 4th and they're going to be held at the Aria Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, just around the corner, where a block. And remind you guys, a block in Vegas is um, what we call here in the south a country mile. Um, so just because you can see the place may not mean you can walk to it, or, or may
0: not mean that you would want to, but just keep that in mind. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to that. Again, we're going to be in the area tower suites, which is... Uh, very exclusive. We're we're limited to ten people because we're in the suites in this corporate uh meeting room basically. So really nice uh meeting area be perfect for the small intimate training where we get to be, you know, we got two trainers for each of the trainings. We've only ten students and you might even have a helper or two. So that means that you guys will get that really one on one attention you need. So Um, we urge you to to sign up quick and the seats are going pretty fast and if you want to get your travel booked it's coming up soon Uh, make sure you save those couple extra days for for the boot camp so it's always a lot of fun we meet a lot of great people and then uh you know, that's how we met Andrew. Andrew showed up to one of our boot camps and uh, now he's uh, one of the crew. So we made some good friends, you know, you get a couple of days with people, you really get to know them. And um, so really enjoying, you know, that we've built up a good number of people over the years of all these trainings. So, um, you know.
1: Yeah, that's one thing too, I want to mention to people, Um, me coming from um, somebody that attended um, a workshop, um, you know, the help really doesn't just stop there. You know, it's not like you, just go home and what you learned is what you learned. Not, um, Ortis, um, really will, they put together a, um, a Slack channel, um, for each individual, um, sessions and, you know, to, initially to pass out information, um, in the class, um, but also so you can, um, easily get, uh, help and, um, things like that, you know, into the future. And, um, you know, it's, it's really cool that it, things just don't stop when you go home, you know, Ortis and this boot camp, um, I don't know if that's by design or if that's just by the goodness of Lisa's nature, but, um, uh, that's really cool. And I thoroughly appreciate that. So, yep.
0: And one of the cool things is too, is that in those channels, and when we talk a lot of the people ask a question and other, ever- members from the group will answer it, you know, and, you know, you sort of get like a little cohort, a little group that kind of stick together and help each other. And then in in future conferences, you see those guys hanging out together talking. And so you make good friends, not just with the oldest team, but the people that are there training too. So anyway, it's a a great experience. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Really looking forward to that. And, you know, the conference is great and everything, but we have a lot of fun in these. And, you know, and if you guys are, you know, not brain dead after the day, we usually try and hang out in the evening and, you know, people like to pick our brains about different stuff and and everyone's always saying can we go do this can we do that and so we'll, we usually go eat somewhere together and you know we might hit top goal for something and smash some goals balls and have a laugh play some shuffleboard or something you know so it's just good times all around so so yeah no doubt and it definitely
1: goes deeper than just a simple conference or any no doubt about that yep. so um
0: What else do we have coming?
1: Um, uh, pretty much the same thing, right? The same good conference stuff that you guys are taking over to India. Um, that's going to be really cool. Um, I don't, I don't know if there's going to be any top golf going on down in India, but, um, whatever the (laughs) cool thing is there. (laughs) Top cricket, man, you get, man, you can't be making. You're like poking fun or something like that. I oh, know cricket's a real sport. Never mind. I
0: forget that. Yeah. India loves the cricket. Show them my ignorance so here. You can probably play cricket. Yeah. Show on him my all ignorance way. here. <laughs> but hey. yeah, it's a, it's a good opportunity if you guys can't make it to, um, to Europe for CF camp or Vegas for CF summit. Um, Luis is going to be in India for this boot camp, two-day boot camp, doing the call box zero to hero. And if you've not done call box at all, it'll be a great starting point for you. If you've done Sun but you don't feel that familiar or comfortable, a lot of the modules and everything, it's still a great learning experience. Fill in the gaps and uh, and get some time in there with Luis. and. Uh, it's it's if it's in your neck of the woods definitely check it out um, it's like october 16th and 17th there and then yeah definitely and there is a discount
1: code uh we want to make mention of that so if you are uh planning on signing up in uh india for the two-day boot camp there's a discount code podcast 10 and that is actually um, good
0: for the vegas ones too thanks for reminding me whoop
1: whoop. okay good deal i didn't know that but so yeah Vegas conference. Let's back up just a second here. Um, if you're planning on attending one of the workshops,
0: yep. Podcast um, ten. We is a do have a code. discount
1: code, podcast ten. I'm assuming the ten means we're going to get a ten percent discount.
0: That's the idea. Right? Yep. That- so if You guys, cool listen to deal. This podcast- So let's go
1: in there and somebody type in podcast one hundred real quick and see if it works. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I don't think we set that have- one up. <laughs> I know, but I would have totally done that just to see. I'm that yeah. kind of person. Yep. So I mean, I wouldn't have done it, but yeah, but, you know. So there is a discount code there for uh, the India one as well, and the same with the the ones in CF camp and over there in Germany. So CF Camp, uh, we are doing trainings before. So on the 15th and 16th of October, we'll be doing some boot camp training there as well, and we have um, Brad and Eric running those. So we have um, Brad is running the the API wrist edition, which is the Hero to Superhero from Vegas. So if you can't make the one in Vegas. Brad will be running that one at CF camp. And then Eric Peterson is changing it up a little bit, and he's going to be doing the rest easy at night with test box BDD. So um, if you guys have done the cold to here, it's another good workshop. The test box is a great one. A two-day testing workshop will be really good. Uh, And Eric's Eric's top testing guy. He knows his stuff. So... um, Again, the the code for that will work there as well. So podcast ten, and those are uh, available to sign up. And if you guys did uh, didn't hear the last couple of weeks, we said the speaker deadline is over now, so it's closed. The speakers have been announced. We got a, a lot of great speakers announced there. Uh, Eric brad and jorge are all going to be speaking for, on behalf of audis uh and we have a lot of great community speakers there too so it looks like a really great conference a lot of good speakers a lot of good sessions so if you guys want to go check that out at cfcamp.org you can find out more information about it and the tickets are available online now too so uh their early bird is supposedly over i didn't check to see if the prices has uh, gone up they probably have but uh the regular tickets uh prices are, are going uh i think they're up until october 15th so um uh, th- their pricing looks like they're about 300 euro it goes up to about 370 and then 425 if you get the tickets late. so uh you guys may want to jump on that asap just so you get those good prices so
1: yeah and while we're here um i just want to name off some of these uh session um, titles and see if um you know any of these might strike your interest, because uh, just looking at them real quickly, but there's uh, one session is titled A Comedy of Errors in Web App Security. Um, another one says an in-depth introduction to Vue.js. We got another title like REST API in under five minutes with Preside." Uh, we have Automated Database Migrations with CF Migrations uh, being done by Eric Peterson. Um, building Secure Applications is a title one um but doesn't everyone on the internet speak english i have a feeling that's going to be about um, i 18n and locales uh just <laughs> by that um, and that's really cool because um i know as a english um speaking or a redneck speaking developer um i have a tendency to be closed-minded um towards the international um crowd which is <laughs> i suppose crowd and it's only because of you know, my client base and their needs, but um, it is definitely important um, because the, we, the internet is a global place essentially. So anyway, off of that one, um, here we got comparing monitoring solutions for CF and Lucy. It's gonna be done led by Charlie Earhart. Uh, we're gonna have continuous documentation. The best time is now, uh, which probably is going. I'm just assuming this is gonna be like, hey, write your docs while you're writing your code or else you're gonna forget what you wrote, right? Yep. Um, then we have a uh, title, Deploying and Testing Your Sites with Bitbucket Design Patterns, Common Solutions to Common Problems. Um, and we have end-to-end testing of cold fusion applications using test cafe. Um, hmm. that sounds, sounds interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it does. Um, Flutter for web, beautiful apps and websites with a single code base. And we have asynchronous and synchronous code there and back again. Uh, Talking about callbacks and um, JavaScript then to scribe. uh, Sounds interesting. Um, Hardware hardware connectivity on the progressive web. That really sounds interesting, Um, especially anybody building uh, Vue.js apps. I would definitely like to see that. Okay, how to design your user's needs and expectations and needs and expectations in mind Mouseless development in VI mode, <laughs> multi-language slash multi-OS communication using RabbitMQ. Um, and let's see, that one's going to be done by, who's that, that's Will. Yep, and practical lessons learned from 250 plus legacy CFML projects. So that's going to be led by uh, Jorge, and as he's a project manager at Ortis. Then we have squeezing performance of a Lucy application, the future ash. You know, I didn't realize, um, I'm glad we decided I decided I just did just to start naming these off because these are really some good, um, sessions. Um, then we also have testing, um, how vital and easy to use. Um, that going to be talking about test box and mock box and, uh, J meter there. Huh. Um, then we also have, uh, Nolan's got a session on testing my non cold box sites with test box and that is Huge. I remember um, a few years back when I first started getting into back into cool or into cold fusion. Well, let's see, back into cold fusion and into cold box. Um, There's a misconception that you had to have cold box site in order to use test box. That is incorrect. So,
0: um, yep, that's no why I'm going to be talking at okay. CF Summit about how to get the biggest bang for your buck with testing. Uh, that type of thing too where yeah everybody assumes you have to be using cold box to use test box and yeah all those yep. coldbox box boxy box box products are all you know they all run by themselves they're all standalone too so you don't have to mix and match so yeah for sure we got two more titles one is the trials and tribulations of moving to linux as a developer
1: and then why the firefox dev tools are not as bad as you might think and why firebug had to die so Hmm. Sounds like a lot of good tools for some uh, UI UX uh, people as well as good um, backend. Um, I tell you one thing, man. I really like about the Core Fusion community. Um, I, I did attend a, a, a conference, and I don't want to get into it too detail, but I attended a conference um, this past weekend, um, Underground JS, great conference, JavaScript front end conference. It was their first conference, um, and it's it is for JavaScript front end. But one thing it didn't have. Was you know any kind of backend hook to it, you know, and what I really like seeing is you know into the box and um, CF Camp and places like this. Obviously, even though we're Cold Fusion developers, we all have some sort of front end responsibility, whether you like to admit it or not. You you do, and so being able to work together is is the key. It doesn't matter how great your API is if you don't have a great UI. It doesn't matter how great your UI is if you don't have a great backend. You know, so. I just like seeing the community be able to work together.
0: That's really cool. Um, Yeah. We have a big variety of stuff in our conferences for sure. You know, (laughs) I mean like some of that security, some of it's, you know, tools, just a lot of different things. And yeah, it sounds like a great conference. Like I said, next year, hoping to get there 2020 fingers crossed. uh, I'll make it over to the pond and uh, meet a lot of people. Like I say, the cool thing about Europe is it is very different. You know, there's a lot of languages and everything else. internationalization is just key they, they just have different problems they solve. And so they bring a different angle and perspective and it makes a difference. You can tell with those titles that just, you know, it's not the same and a lot of different content over there. So pretty cool. So, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean,
1: even, even Kai's, um, uh, the trials and tribulation movement of Linux as a developer, you know, I remember back in the day I started off on a windows machine and I remember, Learning Linux and it was brutal for me. Um, I, now, personally, I love it now and, and couldn't do anything other than that. Um, but yeah, definitely, there's trials and tribulations, and that's all part of what we deal with, you know, as developers. Even though ColdFusion runs on Linux as well as Windows, um, as a developer, is still some of the things you need to know about. So it's really cool to see all aspects of you know our developers' daily life being mentioned and talked about these conferences so all right enough of that blab
0: what else do we have gab so let's move on (laughs) to the blogs tweets and videos of the week so we got quite a bit here poet and didn't know it (laughs) (laughs) sorry i've been away too long i
1: can't help it man sorry
0: yeah all good so um So we have uh, another podcast. So the CF Alive podcast is doing a lot of great interviews right now. They uh, interviewed uh, Alicia last week. We talked about that um, from the Fusion team um, about the specialty program. So if you guys want to know more about specialty program, go listen to that podcast. It has a lot of great info in it. But uh, this last week um, they released a podcast about cold fusion command box versus Node.js: a dev feature shootout with nolan irk so he actually spoke uh, about this at into the box and so it's a, it was a good session and he so he speaks about more of this in the in the podcast so again all these links are going to be in the show notes which you can find on cfmlnews.modernizerdie.io um so we'll put those up when we um post the the audio version to the website so you'll have all the links there but um, again, Ben Nadal has been busy. Um, I chose a couple of his in here. He has a lot. But um, So he had a few blog posts, and a lot of them are just interesting little things. He likes to share little bits of pieces he learned. And so one of them was the image scale to fit um, has invalid size errors in earlier versions of Lucy. So he was doing stuff where he wanted to make like a 100 by 100 uh, icon, for example. But if he had like a 500 by 5 image, When you shrink the 500 down to 100, that 5 becomes, you know, well, actually, if it would be under 5, it would be less than 1, and then it throws an error because it rounds down to 0, I think. So so some weird stuff like that where, um, you know, he showed you a tip and trick about how to get around that. So it's pretty cool. Uh, He also had one about cached within function, um memoization can be applied to closures and whatnot so and, and lucy it's kind of cool how the cache within works on a lot of different things so instead of just queries like most people use it you can use it on closures and even uh events um, so your your handlers and stuff like that in cfc so it's pretty neat how all that stuff ties in so he talks about that and then um went into some more detail on using hmac on some ordered struct to implement it and it's a secure email tracking pixel so that was kind of neat too again like i said just you know lots of little bits and pieces that he sort of plays with that one's kind of interesting how he was looking at making a secure email tracking pixel so i thought that's pretty neat um so if you guys get time to read that and he also was playing with some java loader stuff too so um the CF catch can target explicit Java exception types even with Java Loader. And so he uh, he tagged uh, Mark Mandel, and he's like, you guys still using that? Because <laughs> obviously Mark's <laughs> moved on, and he's working with Google now on some open source stuff there. But um, Java Loader's uh, still a big part of a lot of Cold Fusion projects, and we use it with uh, and we have a, a module built on top of that. But now with Java settings and stuff like that in your apps, you can you know get around the Java Loader. But uh, he just talks about how you can actually catch explicit Java exceptions with CF catch. And, you know, and a lot of people don't know that. If you're trying, diving into the Java ecosystem, you know, you need to be able to handle the errors. And so that was kind of a, a neat post for that. So it was pretty cool. So unfortunately, Ben, we can only do about four or five year blog posts. So the other eight or 10 you you'll have to go find your own guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, and they can all be
1: found at com. So there you go. Easy way. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, he's definitely – I mean, I think we've all uh, have read Ben's post over the years, and
0: um, I know I have. So, yeah. it's good to see it back and doing it. I just like the fact he finds these weird things and shows you how to solve them. Cause a lot of times you'll run into the same issue and people don't remember to blog that stuff. I tried to in the past. I've been really slack about my blogging lately. I apologize. But, uh, yeah, those little things that just, you know, irk you and you finally solve them. If you don't share it, you know, like it's not out there for everybody else and someone else is going to suffer the same misery trying to figure it out. So, you know, if you guys don't, may not have a blog, but there's ways to share it, um, the the Adobe community, um, com People can post um, little articles on there now as well. So, you know, if you guys find something and fix it, please share. You know, it really does make a big difference. Yeah, believe it or not, it does. I know I used to... Um...
1: I had started a command box site and started not technically blogging, but um, putting snippets of code in there. And if somebody came across it, uh, that was cool. That it might help them out. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have the time to write very good descriptions on things, mm-hmm. and so it out- might have led to more confusion. But um, for me, it, it helped because I knew what it meant. And um, you know, somewhere write it down for yourself for somebody else. It's really helpful. Right. All right, so what else do we have? We got a bunch of blog posts. It seems like um, everybody was just waiting to waiting for me to get back, right? Is that what yep. it was, <laughs> guys? Were y'all just waiting for me to get back to bombard with blogs?
0: No. Okay. Well. Yep. Now, there's nobody to answer. So. No, alias Paul Jurek, I always forget his name. That's why people. <laughs> yeah, that's a, John Wish. John. That's, that's John. Okay, John. See, I always forget yep, who yep. it is. There's a few weird names out there. Um, that's why I think when we have conference passes, we need to have your Twitter handle and a picture so we know who they <laughs> exactly. really are because I don't remember. Well, and not a picture, but the uh, your. Um, you need
1: both the, the, avatar. The, the, the avatar. Avatar, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah avatar, avatar and your, and your, tw- and your handle.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, uh, that's fun. He, he released a couple of blog posts to the coldfusion.adobe.com site this week. Um, so. It's kind of interesting. I mean, one of them was just, he just wanted to quickly debug some stuff. And like in JavaScript, you can do the table, you know, console.table to output a, a struct into like a table format. So you can easily see something, which is pretty neat. And he's like, well, what if I'm in ColdFusion? What can I do? And so he thought well, it might be the best way to do it. It's like, you know, if you just dump a query out, it creates a nice little table format. So he did something where he just like, he converted an array of structs over to a query, just so he could debug it, basically in a nice table format for that so i thought that was kind of neat you know obviously he even says it's not production ready code or anything but it's something for debugging and and working through stuff so a nice little one there so converting an array of structs to query dynamically and then another one he he mentioned was chained but, assignment. hang on
1: but back, let's back that up just a second though console.table for javascript will take a struct and dump it as a table in your console log
0: yeah you do not know that
1: amazing did not know that i learned something new today thank you john gavin love you guys seriously yeah, console dot
0: has a whole bunch of functions everyone just used console.log but there's a whole mm-hmm. series of things you can log out to the console in different formats so excellent yeah. so there's no reason to console.log and then do a serialized json <laughs>
1: <laughs> of your data oh uh, that's yeah. what i i was usually ended up having to serialize it before it pass it and then whatever well, nice to know. thank yeah, you yeah if
0: you don't want it to to mutate on you then yeah the serialize deserialize is good but yeah there's some other functions which actually will i think it's spit it out so you don't have to do that but i always forget them but yeah the table one's pretty neat nice. um but yeah nice but yeah the, the other one he was talking about was chained assignments beware of dragons and this is something I never done I mean I know you can and people do that where x equals b equals c equals something, and so everything gets you know set with the same value but he was saying depending on the order and what you're doing and if you vasco the first one it doesn't vasco the the ones preceding it you know so there's all sorts of weird oddities in it and but I never use change assignments I guess I'm just not cool enough yeah, I have not used them either um. I guess if you're really um, trying to save lines of code, you might, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, it may also come, you know, some people are more um, verbose in their writings as well. Um, that's kind of like the equivalent of using a single line if statement versus multi-line if statement, uh, I would assume, right? I mean, it yeah. does things differently, but like as far as the mentality of thinking, what do you write, right? Do you write one line or two lines? Um, who knows? Um
0: yeah I' somebody saving has come space. across that <laughs> I'm all for nah. using a little more, but every once in a while you know i'll get I'll get reminded that there are better ways to do things, but yeah, chained assignments it just looks like you're asking for trouble so but yep, it's interesting though I mean it's one of those weird things. definitely check it out if you just you know have a look but um, we got a tweet here too from Brad. No imagine that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brad, I love you, dude. Uh, Yeah, so uh what do we have here? Oh, cool. So Brad, I guess, is talking about um, Adrian Sanchez uh, uh, contributed to a section of the Command Box docs. Uh, so basically tells you and uh, how to walk through setting up Command Box server on Amazon Light Sale. Um, so anybody interested in Command Box and Amazon Light Sale, uh, go check out that um, section of the the docs uh, com is where you yep. can find that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting because Amazon, if you guys haven't used it, it's overwhelming. You know, there's so many settings and flags and everything else. So LightSail is basically a stripped-down digital ocean-style way to get your stuff. So it's like five bucks for a month. You know that type of setup where you get this much hard drive, this much CPU, this much bandwidth. Just very similar to DigitalOcean and then droplets. So it's you know very simple. Just you just pick your package and away you go. Instead of having to set up 500 different settings. So uh, it was kind of neat to to for him to go through and show us how to do that. Um, so that was nice. So if you guys are looking at nice. Amazon Light Sale, then check that out.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm actually looking at that, right? I guess I can't because I got a show to do. Hang on. All right. Back <laughs> to the show. <laughs> so Charlie um, has a blog post uh, about getting started with Adobe's Cold Fusion Docker images. And I'm just speculating here, but I have a feeling this is probably going to be some of the basis f- uh, for his um, talk at
0: um, CF Summit. A, yep. He actually has yeah, a session. Summit, yeah. And he also has the pre-conference workshop too. So if you think you can get everything out of it in an hour, go for it with the session. But the pre-conference is, you know, a, a nine to five sit up. Uh, you do get a little break there for some food and snacks. But uh, yeah, so he was talking about how a lot of people didn't even know that they released their Docker images in May of 2018. And so... Um, well, we
1: did. We knew. We just didn't have a, a legit licensing um never mind i'm getting out of that okay yeah sorry
0: well i know that's one of the things people are unsure of how the the docker licensing works for adobe cf and and so that that is one of the big things and hopefully there's a a better understanding in in that session but he talks a little bit about that um in the blog post talks about his sessions coming up and you know gives you a few details and better links to be able to go find them and, and stuff like that so uh, again, if you guys are working with Adobe Cold Fusion, looking at Docker, these are uh, good options. Uh, the Command Box Docker images do work with Adobe as well. So, uh, of course, we we've been working with those for several years now. So, there's a polished system that works with them. But uh, we're probably going to go look at this this session ourselves because we want to see what they're doing and you know see if there's things we can improve to make our images better as well. So. Uh, But he also filed another couple of blog posts. So one of them was about filing issues. So he was saying that you don't have, uh, in the issue tracker, you can actually file other things like issues in docs, the Docker images, the, um, the performance monitoring tools, CF Fiddle, and even the bug tracker itself. So I guess a lot of people are wondering where they report that stuff. And so he explains that you can do that too. Yeah, for sure. And if you have
1: a bug or think you have a bug to report, um, you know, definitely uh, look at reporting it in the right place. That's my recommendation. Even um, even if it's not directly related to this Adobe thing, but any any like, software package, open source package or, or anything, uh, find the proper place that um, the developer will look at and monitor. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be at Facebook or on Slack um, if it's a true problem or bug, so if you can um, submit it properly, it definitely helps out the developers um, because they can actually respond to it quicker if it's already in the realm of their trouble tickets uh, because they're working just like you guys are, you know, Um, it's open source project, they're in the middle of something, client deadlines, oh crap, you have a problem, I can't drop everything at the moment to see what your problem is and I get to look back to it, you're not available. But you know what, had you submitted the information in the proper ticketing place, we can get to it in the middle of the night and look at it and see, you know, those kind of things. So help everybody out uh, by submitting any tickets um, through the proper methods. That's a good
0: life lesson, right? For coding. Yep. So that's a good blog post there from Charlie, especially if you're working with those and you want to complain, uh, you know, file an issue. And sometimes, you know, it can be an improvement or it could be a bug. It doesn't have to be you know, just bugs. So if you've got ideas for how to make it better, you know, we can take those too. And all orders products have their own boards as well. So if you guys have any issues with orders products, please file a, a ticket and we'll, you know, we'll follow back with you. And, and you know, that's a, a big part of making these products better. If we don't know there's something missing or something can be made better, then we, we can't do much about it. So... And then a uh, fusion reactor had a couple of blog posts out there too, so it looks like they're sponsoring a few events. I know they're uh sponsoring velocityconf in Berlin, but uh, they're also sponsoring uh cF cap and cF Summit too nice, nice so yeah, I was
1: looking over here this looks like um yeah just kind of an introduction to letting you know where that the fusion reactor guys are are putting back into the community um, you know. Even though it's a community project and, and they still well, not a community project i don't want to say that they do it for the community um but you have to give back to the people that you're getting from and that's what they do by supporting um all these events so it's, it's kind of like a full circle deal, i think right Does that yeah. sound logical yep so if you guys are interested in checking out and see what uh, the fusion reactor guys uh, where they're going to be uh, you can also see that their blog post. Also, what do we have here? Uh, appears to be there were some issues with uh, run infusion reactor
0: on OpenJDK 1102 to 1104. Yep, those pull a, this up here. There's a Is just it in fixed, time. I'm not sure, uh, probably if there's a newer version, but I know there was a just in time com- um, compiler issue or something that they had. So. Yeah, so it's just a little blog post about a bug there. So just wanted to mention that too, yeah. in case anyone's running those versions and you're having issues with Fusion Reactor crashing, that might be your problem. Right. Yeah. Definitely, just keep that in mind. Also,
1: what do we have here? We have something from Michael Bourne as well. Uh, processing yep. uh, form processing and script CF script. All right, let's move this up here. Oh, we're on a dev2 chat. There's also another place you can post things, uh, blog stuff at dev um, dev.to. Yep, um, it's a good, good platform. And honestly, it'd be cool to see more Cold Fusion stuff on there because I know when I was at that uh, JavaScript conference, I mean, people were mentioning dev2 left and right. And so all the front end stuff that they were posting and things, whatnot, was all on that site. So good seeing cold fusion stuff there um more exposure
0: and more locations like yeah and yeah so it's a second part of this series he's got so last the first part was talking more about validation and this one's talking more about you know saving those form entries to the database and I thought it was kind of cool how he showed the SQL piece and then the JSON version. So you could just store a JSON chunk in there and he showed you how to actually uh you know select the name out of a JSON chunk in the database depending on your version of your database tool and whatnot. So it was kind of neat. Um, you know. So Yeah, and this was was used in MySQL. And there's also a follow-up to that about that. Um in
1: that same blog post, uh, there's a lead into uh using JSON data fields in MySQL
0: and um just so you know, you can also do that in uh, MS SQL. Um, yeah, the, new, the newer versions thing. have some really cool tools in it for JSON manipulation and everything. Um, depends on your version. Uh, they have more and more support the later you go, obviously. But yeah, they can do some pretty cool stuff in it now. Yeah, for sure. So what else do we have other than some blog posts? It looks like we've got a whole new section for you guys. Yeah, we started uh, another section just uh, highlighting some of the job opportunities because, uh, you know, ColdFusion developers listening to this podcast, maybe you're looking for some work. So uh, there's a couple of job posts that popped up on Twitter this week, um, a couple from the remotepeople.io and a couple from the getcfmljobs.com. So um, we have one, looks like a ColdFusion software developer in Cowsbed, California, or remote, which is kind of nice. And that's for working for Enviance. And so... There's a, a role there yeah
1: well, there's also a senior software engineer um in roseville california um, we saw from um posted from getcfmljobs.com um, yep. you'd have to inquire directly and in with them um there's also what is this here tutuka
0: yeah I was curious myself about that. So it's a, develop, a developer for payment and wallet space. So they do a lot of payment APIs and everything. Um, and I think Tatuk is the name of the company and it's a remote position. Um, so there's another opportunity there too. So if you guys have, you know, worked in the payment area or any of that, um, they've got a couple of opportunities there too. So yeah. So lots of oh, content, right. lots of great stuff. The community is busy as usual. So, you know, make sure you follow those CFML and Cold Fusion hashtags on Twitter to see some of this or check out our show notes. Like we said, it'll be at or CFMLnews.modernizeordie.io but we're not done yet, guys. Sorry. We'll keep going. It's been a long one today. No, we're not. It's,
1: it's time for the module of the week. What, you can blame me. I was a little chatty because I was cut off. I didn't, I, not cut off, but I, I didn't get a period last week. So. so my fault. Um, but the module of the week is none other than test box. And I am we'll bring you that mainly because we just talked a lot about test box today. So it's quite fitting yep. in my opinion. Um, and I'm sure in Gavin's as well. Um, so TestBox is a behavior-driven development and test-driven development framework for, not in, but for ColdFusion um, CFML. It also includes mocking and stubbing capabilities via internal MockBox box library. Uh, quickly can be installed, box install, TestBox, bam. TestBox is up and running and um, it does not require your site to be a
0: cold box site to run test on just want to make sure that's clear yep does not require and if you're going to cf summit or cf camp there's lots of sessions on test (laughs) box there's workshops eric's doing the the bdd test box workshop before cf camp So you'll even see tests in the Zero to Hero and the Zero to Superhero trainings. Test box should be part of all your work. You guys all test your code now by clicking around manually. You can automate that, make it better, make it safer. And you can see with over almost 180,000 installs of this uh, test box from Forgebox, you can see that people are using it in their CI. So when their servers are spinning up, they're running their tests on their automation pipeline. So um, people are using it for that and you can test legacy code with it too. And that's part of what I'll be doing at CF Summit is showing that. But TestBox is great, uh, it's a great tool. Um, and so that's definitely the module of the week and you should be using it. And if you're not, there's a lot of great ways to learn more about it. So uh see, come to one of those conferences, come to one of those workshops and you guys will start to learn about TestBox. And of course, we have a get book for that. So if you go to uh, you can go and click on the test box, get book and get into that. Yeah, for sure. So, so we have the hints, tips and tricks of the week for visual studio code. So this one, again, we've talked quite a lot about uh, Docker this week. So it made sense that the VS code hint, tip and trick of the week would be an extension for Docker. So yeah
1: and uh, looks like this one here has syntax highlighting commands hover tips and linting for the docker files and docker compose files um, yep. as you know those are all very um, what's the word the very it's a stylized language in that you know
0: your code has to be in a certain location in order yeah this is well, the, there's the a YAML, name for that yeah the yaml is the space. Space aware. <laughs> I always forget the name too. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's definitely space aware. And in, in that, it means there are no other like special tags that help build out functions or variables or this. It's all based off how you format it um, in there. Um, almost kind of like formatting a document in the old pre tags. Remember those? <laughs> um, I still do that. I have still done that. But um, so anyway, yeah, this is a really cool. Um, it'll just help you out and save you a little bit of time, hopefully and yep. building your docker compose files and docker
0: files yep and this is a microsoft uh extension uh, so they have some built-in tools for using azure too so if you guys are using azure it makes it even easier but you don't have to use azure to to make use of this one it's got almost uh it's just over 14 million downloads so they must be doing something right um but yep, yeah, great tools um you can plug into your commands you can do your docker's uh you know build commands and everything through the. Um, command p uh, control p options so it's a great little uh, extension uh, definitely worth looking at so so there you have it so go give that a try
1: all right guys and i guess that's going to bring us to the nameslaying portion of the show Uh, we Mm want to thank all the patreon supporters Um, that allows us to bring excellent cfml news podcasts like this one to you as well as other open source projects and tooling like Command Box, ForgeBox, box, and uh, the whole host of box products, um, the open source box products. So uh, we would like to thank, who would we like to thank here? You wanna thank my, don't thank me. I don't wanna be thanked.
0: We well, wanna you, thank Gary you, Knight, Yann Yannick.
1: I know, I'm on the list. Uh, Joseph, oh, oh, we did this the last. I'm No, oh, what was the? check uh, what was his uh, that he did he sent us a video All
0: right, i'll let you go ahead with the next ones okay laxma richard john calvin staden we got don bellamy uh samuel knowlton david bellinger and thanks david i saw a couple of tweets about the show he was spreading the word so that's even yeah, more yeah thanks for that.
1: spreading the love my yep.
0: canadian argentine buddy Yep. We got Yogesh, Stephen Klotz, Dan Card, Jeremy Adams, Brian White, now Dadia Lisnicki, and uh, Scott Steinbeck, who's he loves the show too. He's thanked us for this podcast. So thanks for listening, Scott. We appreciate it. And we also got Jordan Clark, Matthew Clemente, and Dali. So we missed your name. You got your name wrong. Sorry about that. But uh, again, thanks everybody for listening. It's been a Another long show, but with lots of great news out there, lots of community content, which is what we like to see. And hopefully uh, the show has helped spread a little more of that out to you so you guys can uh, keep up. And, uh, again, yeah, if and you guys have anything?
1: Before we go, before we go, got some top chats from our Google chat I want to just make mention. You know, we had talked about um, console.log. Uh, Scott mentioned apparently there is a A whole lot um so um good to know thanks there scott i'm definitely going to be digging into that uh, here today so sorry i just wanted to make mention of that um didn't mean to cut you off there gavin so
0: no problem but yeah if you guys have any any things you want us to talk about if you know of any jobs going around if you you know see any good blog posts or whatnot that we may have missed no please let us know and uh again those uh conferences are coming up hard and fast here so in about two months away there's a lot going on so please get your tickets book your travel make sure you come to the oldest workshop we'd love to see you and you guys have a great week all right guys we'll see you thank you for joining have a good one everybody <laughs> show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like spotify or itunes we also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.